This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Omniverse. The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program contains content that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Visit CthulhuMystery.com and head to Patreon.com slash Omniverse Media to join our community of fans and unlock further secrets. We return to our presentation of the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program Live, a special charity event where the mayhem and horror unfold before your very ears as our cast ventures into the classic tabletop role-playing scenario, The Cracked and Crooked Mance. The original broadcast, and indeed this podcast release, is a charity event benefiting the Transgender Law Center. Donate now and help this organization in its fight to create legislation and movements ensuring the freedom and liberty of transgender people. To make your own contribution, head to CthulhuMystery.com live and follow the links to where you can donate to our Tiltify campaign. Our grand total is now at $1,895 thanks to a generous contribution from someone called, well, it's the same word three times in a row. It's Hastur, Hastur, Hastur. Well, that's ominous. A perfect dark and stormy night to present the Call of Cthulhu Mystery... Ah, sorry for the interruption. My uh, producer's just handed me a note. It looks like we've got an urgent call, which uh, we'll be taking. Uh, okay. Uh, you're on the air with W.I. Coming to you live from the twin sun shores of Carcosa, the Shakespeare of the Eighth Sphere, that stylish fella, that king in yellow. He who is not to be named. The one. The only. I'm sorry, are, are, are you the donor? <laughs> no, but shout out to my devoted acolyte. You know who you are. Love you, babe. Come see me backstage. I'm very pleased that my summoning could contribute towards supporting the Transgender Law Center. Yada, yada, yada. Great cause, I'm sure. Hey, can we wrap this up? You're really slacking on the whole radio host thing, Chuck. Now wait just a minute, that's not... <sighs> Look, amigo... I got a gig to get to, a little off-Broadway thing, but if we nail the previews, it could be big. Turn the world upside down, you dig? I know we can do a lot better in clapping if you believe in fairies. Money talks. So let's turn on the juice and see what shakes loose. I'm looking at you, Radio Land. Operators are standing by. The king has left the building. We're terribly sorry for that interruption, folks. 
Anyway, please do head to CthulhuMystery.com slash live and donate to this cause. We'll read your name and any messages you send us. We're only $605 away from our final goal and $105 away from our next milestone in this ritual of giving. And now, on to the show. Jerry, what the hell was that? Since when do we let any Yahoo calls in interrupt a live show? What, what do you mean, what call? <sighs> Damn it. Do you hear that? In the cruel blackness of night, an unknowable evil from beyond time cries out. What dark deeds unfold on the streets of Arkham? And which unwitting souls, innocent or impure, will succumb to the maddening call? The Call of Cthulhu. Omniverse and Chaosium are proud to present the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, live! Tonight's strange story, The Cracked and Crooked Mance, Part 3. Chaosium Incorporated is the publisher of high-quality books and games, including the acclaimed Call of Cthulhu Tabletop RPG. Head to Chaosium.com to discover forbidden tomes of eldritch knowledge, so that you and your friends can succumb to the maddening call of investigative horror adventures just like this one. This live production is recorded and produced in Central Florida, Nashville, Tennessee, and Dinwiddie, Virginia, on lands ruthlessly taken from their indigenous people. The Tamuqua and Seminole, the Uchi, Shawnee, and Cherokee, and the Chero and Hakanatawe, respectively. Acknowledgement of the first people of these lands and the lasting repercussions of colonization is the least we can do. Through awareness, we can prompt discussion, allyship, and ultimately, decolonization. To learn more about the First Nations of the land where you live, visit native-land.ca. Last episode, our intrepid investigators heard strange noises inside this moist and desolate mansion. And they made a new friend, the county sheriff, who informed them that decades before, this house was the site of horrific murders. Together, they entered the library. What sinister knowledge will they uncover? As the sheriff goes in, the rest of the group follows in his wake, I'm presuming? Yeah. You're giving him a wide berth. Yeah, hesitantly. <laughs> hesitantly. Ali, Ali, oxen free. Anyone here? And I am the county sheriff. All of you looking around in here, uh, uh, this is a, a very well-appointed library. Uh, there's some mold and moisture noticeable among the books, but uh, uh, not as bad as the central area of the house. Uh, some water damage present on the walls and ceiling. Uh, and it looks like a rather sizable wall sconce. A, uh, uh, a lighting decoration is just crashed off of the wall and shattered on the ground. Uh, and uh, has knocked over one of the tables as well that's in here. Um, uh, there are a number of uh, uh, papers kind of spilled on the ground across the table uh, and uh, a bound uh, a, a, a bound up uh, a collection of uh, looks like various um, letters and papers and 
things of that sort. This place is going to shit. I holster my, my weapon and I leave the room. I'm going to go check out that stack of bundled papers. Could be a journal. Could give us some information. Well, uh, uh, lo looking at the, the bundled papers, you, you actually flip it open. And uh, after glancing through it for a little bit, uh, it actually looks like a lot of uh, older documents pertaining to the, uh, the mansion itself. Um, this looks like uh, some, some of them were uh, actually legal materials uh, uh, relating to the purchase of the house. Uh, uh, it looks, looks like from uh, what you can see, this uh, uh, Arthur Cornthwaite had done quite a uh, thorough job investigating the, uh, the Fitzgerald mansion before he purchased it. Um, you see a number of uh, um, various uh, 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 land surveys and things like that. Um, one of the things that catches your eye pretty quick, though, is that uh, kind of filtered among these various things, uh, more mundane materials, you see a couple of clippings. Uh, uh, it looks like uh, um, uh, Cornthwaite had some time ago, back before he purchased this house, uh, collected some details uh, from the, uh, the house itself. Um, and, uh, apparently, uh, he, uh, charted out the, uh, uh, the previous owners of the house going back to its construction. As you look through this, this list of various, uh, uh, previous owners of the house, uh, you, f you find that it was built back in 1805 uh, by the wealthy Fitzgerald family. Uh, with it, uh, they occupied the home until 1865 when the young John Fitzgerald returned home from the Civil War. And according to newspaper articles that, that uh, you looked through, uh, he had killed his entire family in a rage and then committed suicide himself. Fitzgerald's as well. The home was later purchased by the Ainsfield family in 1866, who lived there until 1894, uh, when mounting debts forced them to sell and move away. The next owner is a name that was that's uh, familiar to you, uh, having just been uttered by the sheriff, Arthur Kerwin, who moved in. Uh, in 1894 with his young family. Uh, from what you can see, he moved here with uh, his family from New York, getting away to the countryside. And unfortunately, uh, it seems that uh, Mr. Kerwin adjusted quite badly to the loneliness and quietness of this place, uh, getting away from the bustle of the city. Uh, because in 1895, apparently after... Uh, becoming increasingly irritable with his friends and neighbors, uh, he murdered his family and successfully evaded pursuit and was never seen again. After that point, the house stood vacant for several years until in 1898, it was purchased by an elderly couple, the Franklins. Mar Martha Franklin, she died in 1911 uh, and from Cornthwaite's notes, doesn't look uh, that to 
it doesn't appear to be that uh, there was uh, any cause of de death that he was able to locate. Uh, uh, only just the, uh, the the date of her passing. Uh, additionally, her husband, Henry, uh, outlast outlasted her by seven years, dying in 1918. And then the year after that is when Arthur Cornthwaite purchased the place. Uh, among, among all of these details, you do find a few more specific newspaper clippings. The first of which dates back to 1895. And let me send that to you. Uh, as Hazel is, you know, pouring over all of these papers, she's not being particularly secretive about anything she's reading. She's actually commenting on it out loud and kind of filling everyone in as she, uh, as she, you know, plows on through the research material. Uh, there's this one is very specific. This was this was from the the Kerwin the Kerwin murders. Wait a minute. Well, I just popped my head on back in. Uh, Jesus. That's, whew. Sir. Sheriff, you gotta. What? Oh, a very light step. Cunning investigator easily started. Call the Gazette. That's, um, hurtful, rude. What, Accurate. uh, what, what, what you gotten into here? So, so you're the one, you're the one that, found the Kerwin bodies. Unfortunately, yes, it's a terrible memory I will not soon forget, 30 years ago. And I, again, look and glance at the, uh, at everyone there. Uh, and I get real close to the French guy. Yeah, 31 years ago. Terrible thing, and of course, these days, Considering that 30 years prior, there was another terrible murder of uh, family here, the Fitzgeralds, after which, of course, the fine estate is named. Uh, the townsfolk tend to believe that there's a curse. And uh, since the uh, local rag has been spinning word of old man Cornthwaite's, well, not being around, uh, folks are starting to whisper about whether or not you know, every 30 years, maybe some kind of tragedy befalls the Fitzgerald Mance. Isn't that cute? Delightful. Well, it's, it seems like all you have to do is not buy the house. Well, one would suspect that, yeah, but, uh, you know, maybe folks who return to the scene of the crime after all this time, you know, the, uh, the Fitzgeralds are long gone, but Kerwin's still around. Oh, can't, uh, uh, if I ever find that, uh, dirty dog, I will surely gun him down. You... I say to no one in particular. Are you Why? suggesting that he's still here? Like, here? No, that's, here? that's that preposterous. That's, prepo that's absolutely preposterous. Uh, anyway, you, uh, I don't suppose you find folks have any reason to be poking your finger in that particular wound to this here town. Uh, it's something I feel that uh, it'd be nice if we could all put it behind us and lay lay all that to rest. But uh, I don't see what that has to do with old man Cornthwaite, I, unless you unless you've discerned some kind of astute well, correlation. It's been thirty years, so nice. also you brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you brought it. You mentioned the damn thing. Anyway, you... anyway, fine. No, when we were in the kitchen, it was a different story. 
<laughs> when we were in the kitchen, I was reminded of the smell of, uh, of a terrible thing. So uh, I, uh, I walk off and they can hear me stepping on up the stairs to the second floor. Bye. I don't like him. Something's very I don't think he likes not us. right with the sheriff. Did you say there was a book on the floor as well as papers or just the papers like bound together? Uh there's the papers. Uh there's a number of books. I mean, the, you know, this is actually uh um uh a pretty well-appointed library. Um uh looking around, uh you can see that uh there's a uh a fair bit of um, books about archaeology, uh, although not as many as you would expect. Um, uh, as as you inspect the library further, uh, are are kind of all of you guys taking a look, seeing what you can find in this place? Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm specifically looking for things that look like they tie into the uh, the Pratt book. Um, okay. and I do have a library skill. Yeah, uh, you can already, you can go ahead and make a library use roll. Um, anybody else is just kind of checking the whole place out can make a spot hidden. Uh, I'd like to check out the wall sconce. I, I want to, can I tell whether it was broken off by force or whether the weight of the fixture itself, like there was like wall damage and it just kind of plopped yeah sure thing um uh yeah we'll go ahead and take yours first uh you can go ahead and roll architecture uh yeah that's a success okay so lo looking it over you notice that uh it, it almost seems like some uh this was held in place by screws that were loosened and almost kind of pushed out of place um as you're uh inspecting it you notice that the wooden paneling, there's kind of a weird knot in it, not too far uh, below where this was hung, uh, that kind of stands out. Um, and it actually looks like it's, uh, the knot itself has kind of been pushed out a little bit as well. Um, I'm gonna like, kind of touch it, feel it, see if it, like, it shouldn't move, but I wanna yeah. see if it does. With it, it moves a little bit. It does almost like it was kind of, um, uh, uh, kind of forced into place or something like that. But with with some wiggling, you're ev eventually able to actually pop the the little wooden knot out of place. Uh, and inside, you can actually see uh, there's something in there. Uh, looks like maybe a piece of paper hmm I'm gonna take that bad boy okay and as as you kind of fish around in there with your finger you're able to pull out uh, an old and yellowed piece of paper and let me let me go ahead and give that to you so you can see what you find the paper is covered in closely packed scrawl it has aged rather badly and at this point is almost illegible this handwriting is terrible well you are able to make out a signature at the end AC 
Let's see. Arthur Conway. Uh, Mabel, Hazel. Hey, it's, it's Hazel. What did you find? Hey, I I think I have something from uh, Professor Cornway. Cornway. Oh my God, I can't say his name. Uh, here, take it. Uh, all right. As Hazel, uh, Hazel takes a look at it. Afraid uh, of the, but no more. Not me, because I know them. They heard the two something look and sing. They did not hear. This is that they could not see the stairs, stars, from where it was. So they, so they hear the whispers, jealous that I can make them okay. Uh, yeah, um, uh, great. Um, this one knows how and it will ascend to meet them. I trust you understand something affection is hmm. the end of it, it looks like. Hazel kind of folds the paper over. This is just, this is getting weirder and weirder. Kind of like absentmindedly like stuffs the paper down in her, uh, down in her satchel. Um, kind of looks around. Is there any other, did you find any more of this paper or where, where was this? It was actually, so it's weird, uh, you know that, that wall sconce? Mm-hmm. So it was screwed into the wall. So it should have been secure into the wood, right? Uh, it was secured in into the wood panel, but it was pushed out. We shouldn't have been able to be pushed out, but it was pushed out. And then I, I hold up the little knot of wood uh, and this was loose. So I kind of just, you know, pried it out from the wall and it was in this little pocket here. Hazel shuffles over and puts her, puts her head up against the wall again and starts listening to the wall uh, again. Like, is there? Okay, what would that? Uh, yeah, Hazel uh, puts her ear to the wall and uh, can hear the sound of, of again, that, 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 creaking of the entire house almost like the house itself is moaning um and it it, it it you you can hear this traveling aspect of it where it almost sounds like it's moving up and down and up and down she knocks on the wall to see if it's like hollow anywhere or anything <laughs> And with the knock on the wall, there's not any immediate sound that greets it. Uh, just just the, the hollow knocking against the wall. But after a few moments, um, everyone in the room, make a sanity check. Great. Oh, Lovely. Oh no, that's a failure for me. <laughs> Boy, howdy, I am looking for my sanity. Six against 70. Howdy, I'm still looking. That's a, <laughs> on your shut. That's a, a 96 over 61. Is that a 
critical global? Is that no, 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 no. That's okay. a, that'd be a full hundred. But uh, in this case, um, uh, everyone who failed it loses one Fail. point, one point of sanity. That reduces your max or your that current sanity by one. And so with that, um, yeah. After that knock, there's kind of a silent moment, and then the entire room almost seems to flex as if breathing. Oh. Uh, for a moment, you 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 thought you were just imagining it, but looking around, you can see the concerned faces on the rest of your uh, compatriots. And uh, so you definitely didn't imagine. Tell y'all that I also heard something on the move. Is, is now a good time to relay the information that I, um something was walking above us earlier? I just thought I'd fill no, you in. walking and, above us. Like and, not 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 on the floor above us. Like like on the ceiling. Like something was walking on the. I heard it. There was a. Yeah. Uh, are you I'm not sure? the only one that saw the room breathing just now, am I? You're not, and that's why I'm relaying the information that I have, and I'm very sure. I'm Maybe disturbing. it was the house settling? I know what a house settling sounds like, and I wish it was. I wish this it was house not. is it's hundreds not. of years old. Also, okay, um... but a settle, okay, settling is like creaking, uh, not a footstep. I know what a footstep sounds like. I, I dance, I, I know what it sounds like. Did Does not anyone crazy. else find it strange that, um, probably unrelated, uh, that the sheriff went upstairs? That uh, feels kind of not good. Uh, I feel like he's just walking around unbidden. It, I don't know. It, I it think doesn't that's seem what, right. That's what we are doing. We are walking around unbidden. No, so we good. were bidden. We were bidden by those lawyers. What, yeah, but, I don't but, think he had a warrant. But we have exactly. whimsy. And and, and curiosity leading us by him. Yeah. What? That's... So we at the moment have footsteps on the ceiling when all of us were down here, including the sheriff. We have a breathing room. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> uh, uh... As this conversation has been going on, Hazel's gone back to the to the books and been looking over there. Yeah. Um, Did you make the library use check? Uh, yes, I had a hard success with uh, 20 under 55. Okay. Looking through the library uh, here, you notice that uh, um, you actually find some kind of uh, documentation to, to the library itself. It seems like Cornthwaite was pretty meticulous. He knows exactly where all his books are. And as a matter of fact, uh, a big chunk of his books uh, were kind of given away to the town library. Um, uh, with it, um, uh, the... Part of the reason that you actually find this 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 document uh, is um, he's actually uh, um, uh, circled uh, uh, one uh, one of the books uh, that was on the list that had been given to the library, and it was specifically the Pratt book that you located earlier, the one that's in your satchel right now. Mm -hmm. So, so he he. He didn't just uh, he didn't just have that book lying around. It looks like from from what you're able to see, it looks like he actually donated that book some time ago, like years ago, back when he first moved to town, and then recently went in and uh, got it back from the library. Hmm. 
I won't. And yeah, with it, you you pull that book out of your satchel and you flip through to the back of it, and sure enough, there's a a, a stamp hmm. from the Gamwell Library on the back. Looks like there was definitely something to do with his last expedition. It doesn't make any sense why he would go back and get a particular book from the library when he just had all this other... And she kind of realizes she's like mumbling out loud to herself as she like looks around like, uh... No, yeah. keep going. Keep going. Maybe um, he thought there was value in what the author was saying. It's. I mean, it's... It's possible and, it, and it, it, there's some correlations, but none of this is making a whole lot of sense. We need more information. We should check out the rest of the house and just see what all we can gather, I guess. Okay. The room we're in, the second room on the right, or are we farther? Uh, so you, right now, uh, you are on the, the basically the room that's in the uh, left front quadrant of the house. It's like if you were to come in through the front door and then immediately turn to your left in the in the kind of the main hallway area, it's in there. So this door itself, it actually has a little door that leads out to that tiny side hallway as well. So with that, uh, are you going to vacate the library and check out another part of the house? Uh, yeah, I mean, assuming that we've, you know, kind of seen all there is to see in the library. Yeah, sure enough. With it uh, looking around, I mean... Uh, everything else seems to be uh, uh, more or less in place and much much of the library seems untouched for a great deal of time. Um, uh, with it, uh, you don't find anything else of particular note. Um, although, um, I mean, who's, who else is kind of doing those cursory looks? I, think uh, I will assist in doing the looks. Okay. Yeah. Should I make a check? Yeah, you can go ahead and make a spot hidden. Okay. Uh, success. Let me see here. Uh, and it's uh, under one half. Okay. Well, in the in the glint of the makeshift torchlight that is shining up this uh, uh, throughout this room, you catch a uh, um, uh, a brief shine of light underneath one of the chairs and you reach down and pull up a coin it's a strange coin uh no <laughs> looks like it's got uh, i mean it, it's got um it, it's made of copper so it's kind of a reddish coin and it's got this this fish in engraved into the side of it fish this i i have eaten many a fish in my day does it uh resemble a very specific uh breed of fish Almost looks like a herring. It's very kind of small and silvery. I see. Yes, <laughs> and I, I feel overwhelmed. <laughs> a feeling of uh, futility. And uh, as the ennui settles in, you're suddenly feeling a little more French. And deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know this feeling. Uh, as the lot of you. Uh, Look around, seeing there's nothing else to see in the library, and make your way back out into the main hallway. All of you can hear some creaking noises in the direction that you had come from earlier, uh, in the direction of the kitchen. 
Sheriff. Yeah. Coming you... from upstairs and the looking out all over over the banister at the <laughs> these people. So Wait. you're not in the kitchen. Clearly, I am not. Okay. Uh, there might be someone else in the kitchen. You didn't use up all your uh, ammunition, correct? I haven't fired my gun this entire time. <laughs> sure, you're well aware. I am very relieved. But um, maybe you could check the kitchen. You know what? Gladly. And as soon as I've done that, then I'll go out and I'll see about tracking down that horse that is definitely not inside this house. And uh, since you all seem kind folks seem to be minding your own, it's uh, all good and well. It wasn't so, upstairs. What's that? There was no grazing area for it up the stairs? No, surprisingly not, sir. I'm, I'm walking my way down the stairs. So all y'all just stay where, right where you are in case anything dangerous is actually going on. Now we'll be right back. Uh, did we notice a stable on the grounds at all? <laughs> uh, well, uh, previously uh, on your way in here, th there was, uh, I mean, you guys didn't spend a whole lot of time really checking the place out. It looked like there was a shed off in the distance. Probably too small to be a, sh a stable. Um, but then again, some of the uh, nearby estates, the, uh, you know, the, the nearest house is quite a fair bit away, you know, like a mile down the road at least. Um, some of those, they look like they could have had some grazing land for horses. This uh, property is decidedly unstable. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> so as, as the, uh, the sheriff uh, pushes his way past you, kind of gesturing for you all to stay where you are, he uh, makes his way towards the back hallway, uh, uh, pushes his way into the uh, kitchen in the back, um, and things are quiet for a moment. Oh, Ooh, quiet. Oh. Oh, I hit oh. the deck. <laughs> and uh, yeah, gunshots ring out, uh, a brief scream, and then silence in the house again. I look over at Percy and Hazel, and I like. Should we? I. Check? I don't. I don't have any. I. I'm not. I don't. I don't even. I don't. I don't I'm take out a fountain pen. <laughs> I pull out my knife. Okay. Okay, that's better. That's a lot better. <laughs> Hazel stands behind everyone. <laughs> I stand in front of Hazel. Like, I, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I, I kind of like walk over to the door of the kitchen. She mm -hmm. still got her flashlight. Did um did the sheriff leave the door open or is it closed? Uh the the door he had kind of swung it open and it had partially closed, but not entirely. Okay. I want to like kind of like peek peek in. Okay. Just a little look to see what, what I can see. So you have to push the door open a little more. Um with it, uh, Hazel is behind you, shining the flashlight uh, uh, ahead, and uh, shining the light in there. Uh, you can see, uh, well, something shining on the ground. As you open the door a little more, it's the sheriff's forty-five revolver 
lying on the ground. You can see smoke curling up from the barrel. Oh. But no sheriff? Nope. There's just a, a wet patch on the ground. I very cautiously kind of like enter the room. Okay. Uh, make make a, <laughs> make a spot hidden check. Oh, I'm not good at those. I'm dumb. <laughs> That's uh... If you want to use a bonus die, Silas has earned one. The fates have been tugged <laughs> well, I was a failure. So. Okay. Do you want to use a bonus die? Reroll? Um. Mm, Gonna save no. that? Okay. Okay, that's save fine. Save it. Okay. So anybody else who follows in Silas's yeah. footsteps can make a spot hidden roll. Because you guys had mostly focused on the uh, uh, the pantry before to the exclusion of kind of everything else that was in the kitchen. I walk over to the pool of blood, I'm assuming. That's the strange thing. As you come Hard in, success. not blood. It's just oh. slick moisture, like almost oh. like water. Double zero fumble. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got one success, two failures, and what a happy family. Okay, uh, uh, Percy, you uh, are kind of something's shining a little bit in in the in the in the light against the far against the far door on the opposite side of the kitchen um it's very strange it's on the ground like uh, uh there's a, a a bright line along the base of the door as you walk past the uh the wet patch giving it a, a wide berth uh looking at it and get closer it looks like it's a line of powder blocking off the door. Um, hmm. I'm gonna bend down careful for my pants to not brush <laughs> the powder. What is really important. Uh-huh. Respect um, the drip. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take a little, like, between my mm -hmm. thumb and forefinger. I'm gonna taste Salt. Salt. Tastes like salt. We solved the mystery. <laughs> Did it? I think we've uh, found the missing salt shaker. You don't uh, see a salt shaker around here. Shaker or the, the the missing salt inside of the salt shaker. <laughs> yeah, this looks like it might be the door down into uh, into the basement from the look of things. Can we mm. see where the? Are there any bullet holes in the wall? Looking around. Um, you are eventually able to find uh, some some signs of bullet holes. Uh, a couple of uh, the bullet holes are in the uh, in the large fireplace. Kind of the column of it as it leads up. Uh, uh, one is like right near one of those large tins that I mentioned before. Uh, another uh, third bullet hole is in the ceiling itself. So the trajectory was uh, up. So two out and one up. Yeah. Mm. Didn't you say you heard things crawling around on the ceiling earlier? Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 I did. Well, that does not bode well. Um, I, the basement. So we have blood, we have wet. I pointed the puddle. So that's a 
reassuring in a way, unsettling in another. Uh, except for the complete vanishing of the sheriff. Is there a way that the sheriff could have gotten out and around without us seeing him? Well, there's a door. Uh, I mean, there, there's, a, there's a door that leads out into the hallway. There's the door that leads into uh, the pantry. There's the door mm-hmm. that leads into the uh, uh, dining room. Uh, there's another little side door, um, but the, the, the windows are still shuttered up. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you didn't hear any other doors open or close. Are the floors carpeted? I mean, this is this is the kitchen, right? No, not in the kitchen, no. Okay, yeah. So, are are any of the floors in uh, next to the like in the adjacent doors? Are they carpeted? Are they wood? Uh, the 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 adjacent doors, yeah, they're they they are all wood floors, just like in here. So we would have heard footsteps. Mm-hmm. Were we close enough? Uh, it's right mean, down the hall. You, you guys were in the the main hall. This is kind of just you know basically down down and through a door. Hmm. So basement, anyone? Oh, I'd I'd be delighted. Yeah. And as After you, you as you are looking at the basement, you hear another clatter, uh, the noise of something something. Uh, uh, hitting a floor upstairs, up on the second floor somewhere. <laughs> and with that noise, we will draw our story to a close for tonight. <laughs> oh. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm stressed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, that was my first question. How are you feeling? How are you doing? Thoughts, reactions? <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm worried. Concerned. Glad it was the sheriff. <laughs> you know what? It had to be one of us. <laughs> worried about uh, some kind of upside down problem that lives upside down in this house. <laughs> oh. Not the upside down problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell the of a problem. Same. It's just a right side <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, uh, this has been a momentous night. We are currently at $1,169.69. Yes. Nice. 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 Love it. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> Thanks to some wonderful people. Uh, Jamie Lalone, uh, shout out to you. Uh, yeah, Jamie repeated donor doling out dice rolls to people left and right they say that the foley work deserves more money that is courtesy <laughs> of uh john laval <laughs> <laughs> big bad shadow man contributed saying let's hit that og goal commander jesse said what great fun thank you so much for putting this together shout out to keeper luke for leading us through this wonderfully creepy story it's been real good. I've been hearing some good things happening in the chat. Like, uh, oh my god, yes. <laughs> just on place said, uh, not going the father grandfather method. No whipping people. <laughs> still Very time. grateful for that. So uh, we also have some winners. Of course, I mentioned uh, Op. It's Frosty won a Manchester Madness book. Well, we have two additional winners since then. Flannel clad queer won a PDF. <laughs> yes, <laughs> nice best name. Best name. That yes. is some- very good energy and true to self, also very good energy. Won a physical copy of the book. Nice. Um, 
Thank you all so, so much. This is absolutely amazing. So we've, we've been walking through this ritual, of course, through all the milestones. And at 169, the priestess has opened the door. And, uh, and now we just await as they descend from pure air, if we can get to that 1,300 mark. Manifesting. Yes. Oh, also, um, <laughs> Chaotic Thembo won a PDF. <laughs> Congratulations, Chaotic Thembo. I, I just want to be their friend because of their username. All y'all are bringing the heat with these good, good usernames. Yeah. Um, and like resplendently queer. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Huh, yeah, uh, tough, tough times here at the Fitzgerald Mance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that Wilhelm scream that gets me every time. So Here's ridiculous. the sheriff. I know Dan said that's why you don't name your horse Wilhelm. <laughs> <laughs> if you like what we do, head to CthulhuMystery.com, find us at Cthulhu Mystery on Twitter or Facebook, and uh, support us on Patreon if you dig it. That's patreon.com slash Omniverse Media. Omniverse is our production company. Um, we make a lot of fine programs and shows and so on. Um, Call of Cthulhu is our big focus at the moment as we move towards getting Series 3 put out early next year alongside our crowdfunding campaign for Series 4, 5, and 6 and beyond. Folks, anything that you would like to share about your respective projects and other goings on before we leave everybody tonight? After you. <laughs> if you want to hear more funny voices and things and things of that such and fun campaigns, uh, definitely check out Omniverse's own RPG from scratch, where I'm involved along with the uh, the homebrew hombres. And uh, if you enjoy this kind of thing, you might enjoy that. I play a uh, fireball throwing holistic chef anthropomorphic macaw in one of their uh, actual play series. Oh, love that. Chuki call. Yes, everything about that. Uh, if you like naked nerds, I'm producing streaming online nerdy themed burlesque shows once a month. There's going to be a live stream and then it will be available on demand for a week after that. If you want to check it out, we are going to ruin slash bless your childhoods and you can find tickets on rubyshowticks.com or stalk me on social media and I'll be sharing it all over the place like hearing my voice i mean i suggest you check out this planet needs a name where i play a recurring character on that it's so good <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> you can hear my voice on valence pod it's an audio drama uh you can also newly hear me on the third season of in between which uh its first episode just came out a couple of days ago very excited about that what's the elevator on in between uh, what's the elevator? Yeah, the, <laughs> the elevator, elevator pitch. pitch. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a audio drama uh, that is based on a D and D party, but instead of focusing on the sort of actiony bits, uh, you get snapshots of the between bits uh, where they are resting uh, after a hard uh, day's adventure. Excellent. It's very fun. <laughs> Delightful. So we almost made it to the halfway mark to uh, $2,500 tonight. And uh, hopefully tomorrow night we can make that happen again. But you know what? Sometimes uh, it's hard to get a second part of something pushed as far. So for all of you who are watching us tonight and like the show, I encourage you to uh, share it on your socials, get more people to tune in and uh, turn out for trans liberation. And of course, keep your dial set to the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Programmers podcast feed for uh, more startling noises. You can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying this live show, 
why not give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser? Once again, be sure to head to CthulhuMystery.com live. There you'll find supplemental material, like character sheets, images of the uh, clues that our players are discovering, the video version of this broadcast, and, of course, a link to our Tiltify page, where you can donate to help us reach our goal of giving $2,500 in support of the Transgender Law Center. Only $605 remain until the time when the stars are right. If you're looking for even more cracked and crooked content, head to patreon.com slash omniversemedia to listen to an entire alternate run of this campaign with a completely different cast, as well as exclusive actual play series and other behind-the-scenes Cthulhu mysteries. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. This production of the Cracked and Crooked Mance is performed by Keeper Luke Stram, Kat Blackard, Caleb Del Rio, Sawyer Green, Joshua LaForge, Dottie Vox, and features a special performance by Joseph Teagle as you-know-who. It's based on a scenario from Mansions of Madness, written by Stuart Boone, Sean DeWolf, Gavin Inglis, Christopher Lackey, and Mark Morrison, published by Chaosium Incorporated. Find the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program's award-winning audio drama series on your favorite podcast platform or at CthulhuMystery.com. This is an Omniverse production. It's produced by Catherine Blackard, Colin Peterson, and John Sebastian Laval. Colin Peterson is the project lead, director, and live stream producer. Sound was by John Sebastian Laval. The original score is composed and performed by Ryan McQuinn and Mike McQuinn of Neon Dolphin. Home for all your custom music needs and more, NeonDolphinMusic.com. Special thanks to our Patreon producers, Ben Honk, Nathan Crow, Sean Hutchinson, Zombie Pops, Voodoo Voodoo, Sean T. Red, Josh King, Patrick Webster, and David Van Pelt. Our executive producers, Big Bad Shadow Man, Jason O'Keefe, Marcus Larson, Aaron Ramsey, and Jamie Lalone and James Nicola and the Arkham Paranormal Research Society. This program is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Head to patreon.com slash omniversemedia to join our community of fans and unlock further secrets. All characters appearing are fictitious and any resemblance to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. This has been the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. Good night. Omniverse. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, hello, I'm Malik. I'm Jamie. And this is World Gone Wrong, where we discuss the unprecedented times we're living through. Can your manager still schedule you for night shifts after that werewolf bit you? My ex-boyfriend was replaced by an alien body snatcher, but I think I like him better now. Who is this dude showing up in everyone's old pictures? My friend says the sewer alligators are reading maps now. When did the kudzu start making that humming sound? We are just your normal millennial roommates processing our feelings about a chaotic world in front of some microphones. World Gone Wrong, a new fiction podcast from Audacious Machine Creative, creators of Unwell, a Midwestern Gothic mystery. Learn more at audaciousmachinecreative.com. Find World Gone Wrong in all the regular places you find podcasts. I love you so much. (laughs) I mean, you could like up the energy a little bit. You could up the energy. I actually don't take notes. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) That was good. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You sounded great. So did you. (laughs)